welcome to The Last Track, where we help people showcase the last track of their life story in their final wishes. I am your host, Brian Norris, the co-owner of Bateman Funeral Home in Newport, Oregon. Just like a song can bring you back to a day, a time, and a memory, so too can a well-planned service. I'm going to cover just for a few minutes about five topics and they're the most frequently asked questions that I get. So cremation or burial, that is probably the, one of the first questions that I get. Other than sometimes I get a phone call and somebody will say, are they cremated yet? No. I can't cremate them right off the bat. So I like to tell people that, especially if no one has talked to anybody in the family, as to whether cremation or burial, which is a really important thing for you to make sure you communicate to your family what your wishes are. I tell people that the most expensive urn that you can possibly buy is less expensive than the least expensive casket that you can get. I'm not trying to sway anybody, and I tell them that. That's not my job. My job is to listen to the family and help them make those decisions, but the most expensive urn that you can possibly even imagine is less expensive than your least expensive casket. So if you're looking at differences between burial and cremation, Burial is much more expensive than cremation. That's what I like to let people know. The other question is that I get is, is embalming required? Because for years and years and years, especially when we were coming in to visit and have a viewing with our, our grandparents and that type of thing, embalming is not required. I want to make sure people hear that embalming is not required required. If you're planning on having a viewing of maybe a, a, a full viewing, a public viewing, that type of thing, then yes, embalming is highly recommended and usually required uh, in that type of a situation. But if you're just going to have a small family gathering that to say goodbye before you do the cremation or doing a burial, it is not required. That's something that I want to make sure everybody understands. It is not required. Now, one of the questions that I also get is how many death certificates do I need? A lot of times I also have somebody that will come and say, well, what's a good number? And every family is just a little bit different. So rule of thumb, if a person owns property, cars, boats, those types of things, if they have multiple bank accounts, you will need more death certificates than somebody that maybe they were on state assistance, that type of thing. Or if you have a family trust, if you have a trust, you only need a couple death certificates because everything's in the trust depending on what you have there. If you're in multiple banks, each bank, will probably require one certified death certificate. Things have kind of changed. It used to be you had to have a certified death certificate 
to stop your Reader's Digest subscription. <laughs> Believe it or not, you had to pay $20 to get a certified death certificate to mail it in. And you can, you can kind of have an idea of why. Because, let's say, somebody has a fight with their spouse, and they call up and they say, this person's dead, cancel the subscription. Your spouse is not going to be happy that you canceled their Reader's Digest without a death certificate. So most places now will just take a fax. And it is true to cancel Reader's Digest. It'll just keep coming. And if it's on auto renew, you'll get to read it for a few years until you get a cancel. A certified copy of a death certificate comes from the county. And we can order those for the families when we sit down with them. They do cost money. In today's world, it's $25 for each certified death certificate. That wasn't my cost. That, that, that I'm not charging on that. That's just that's comes that goes to the state. And they pick them up at the county. We we usually get those for the family. But you you want to make sure you get one if you have a spouse that passes away or if you're selling a home. You're going to want to take that person's name off of the title of the home. I want to talk about next of kin real quick. Who is a legal next of kin? And I get this a lot. People come into our funeral home and they are, the family has decided that this person is going to take care of the arrangements. But sometimes, unfortunately, that person though they may believe that they're the most qualified to do it, and they may be, but we in, the, in Oregon, you have to follow a certain hierarchy. So real briefly, the hierarchy is a spouse. If you're not legally married and you're not a spouse and you think you're going to take care of the person that you've been living with for 30 years, it happens all the time, you're not unless there's an appointment form. And it's really important for a couple of reasons. If you've been together for 30 years and, and you should, and you feel like you should be the one that takes care of that person, if you're not married legally, then it goes to children over the age of 18. If there's no children over the age of 18, then it will go to surviving parents. And I've had to sit down with 98-year-old surviving parents to take care of their child because they didn't have one of these things in place. Normally, you can just get signatures because they are the ones required to sign for burial or sign for cremation. And that's the important part of it. Another reason to have one of these in place, if you're sitting in a situation where let's just say you want to be buried, but burial is much more expensive than cremation. And if you are not sure whether you might be a spouse, but most of the time this is maybe a widow who is planning on having one of their children take care of their arrangements. But in the state of Oregon, when that person passes away, even though you have maybe even a prearrangement in place with all the money in place, it can be changed. So if you're not sure whether you have somebody that will follow your directions that is in that hierarchy, you can actually even appoint outside 
the family. And you can have maybe like a Brian Haggerty or a lawyer who is appointed to make sure that your wishes are followed. And that's what this piece of paper is for. 